0: Uh, Welcome to the Southwest Church of Christ Bible Study Program entitled D6. This interesting title, D6, refers to Deuteronomy chapter 6, which teaches us about how to teach our children about God and what he really means to us. I appreciate the study we are engaged in each week because we are focusing on just a few verses which enables us to dig into them looking for gems of spiritual truths and insight so we can better serve God. I'm Mike Anderson. Last week, our lesson, uh, lesson was entitled, Just as Promised, The Messiah Comes to the World Through a Young Couple Selected by God. And the passage was from Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 through chapter 2, verse 12. In this passage, the coming birth of Christ's Son is announced to Mary and Joseph. Jesus is born, and the Magi come to worship him, and also Herod the Great finds out about the coming Messiah, and later on tries to kill him. Because of these events recorded in the Bible, the triune God can say, I promised you the Messiah, the Christ, the Holy One, my anointed one, and I delivered. I can now empathize with you, not just sympathize with you. I lived by the same rules and laws I gave you, yet did not sin. I love you so much that I gave up everything for you. It was the only way for you to be saved. Further, these events events we are studying about are more than just historical events to be read about in our Bibles. They are really part of our own history, part of the fabric of our lives. And as such, must be influencing factors in how we lead our lives on a daily basis. Today, we're going to be looking at a passage from Matthew chapter 3, verse 13, through chapter 4, verse 11. And this study is entitled, He Showed the Way. And our focus will be on how the promised Messiah is prepared to start his work here on earth. Further, we need to apply this lesson to ourselves and ask of ourselves and God how he prepared me, each one of us, for service in his kingdom. The main events in this passage, Jesus is baptized by John and then God's spirit comes on him. God makes a dramatic pronouncement and approval of his son. Jesus is tempted by the devil during 40 days of fasting in the desert. And because this is not just an intellectual study, we need to consider the implications for all of us. Matthew chapter 3, starting in verse 13. I'm reading from the NIV version. Then Jesus came to Galilee, to the Jordan, to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. And you come to me? And Jesus replied, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. It's interesting Jesus, John John rightfully says to Jesus, you know, why are why am I doing this for you? You should be doing this for me. You don't need to be baptized, and that's very true. Um, but Jesus is setting an example for us by doing what God wants us to do, and really, the um, it, it buried in Jesus' statement is the is the important nugget: It's to fulfill all righteousness. And when you think about what is righteousness, righteousness is simply doing what God wants you to do. And so, therefore, God wanted this to happen. Starting and picking it up in verse 16. As soon as Jesus was baptized and went up out of the water, at that moment heaven opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him, I am well pleased. This is an interesting passage because in this we see the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit all working together as they always do. And we see that the Spirit of God comes on Jesus after he's baptized, just like the Holy Spirit comes on us when we're baptized as well. And God is happy about that. Picking it up again in verse uh, chapter four, verse one, then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. In in the Gospel of Mark, the words used are very strong, uh, and he wasn't. It, it says here he was led by the Spirit, but Mark says he was sent or he was driven by the Spirit. So very strong. This was something that was not optional. Jesus was going to do this. Verse 2, after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. That's kind of the understatement uh, of the Bible. (laughs) The tempter came to him and said, "If, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Prove it. That's a direct challenge by the devil to Jesus, if you are the son of God verse four, Jesus answered, it is written, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And this is from Deuteronomy chapter eight, verse three. So you notice that the devil challenges him, if you are the son of God, and Jesus doesn't try to argue with him. He simply comes back with um, a passage from scripture. The second temptation He starts in verse five. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. This is from Psalm uh, chapter 91, verses 11 and 12. And here we see that the devil can can quote Scripture too, but it's still a direct challenge to Jesus. Prove it. And again, starting in verse 7, Jesus answers him the same way, and he says, And Jesus answered him, It is written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. And this comes from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 16. Jesus here is saying, I am God. Don't put me to the test. It's a clear and direct answer to the devil. The third temptation starts in verse 8. Again, the devil took him into a very to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give to you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written: Worship the Lord your God and save. Serve him only. This comes from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 13. Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended to him. It's interesting, the Luke version, starting uh, in Luke chapter 4, verse 13, says that the devil left him till an opportune time. So we know this is not the only time that Jesus was tempted. But here in this third attempt, it, it's an indirect challenge. It's different than the first two. Satan has really not been successful, the first two, and he knows it. Satan seems to be accepting that he is God, but he is now trying to help Jesus, make it easier for him. I've got this shortcut for you, the easy way. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't the way he was to do it. And Satan here is, makes the assumption, or lies really, that he has the power to give Jesus this, and he doesn't. And he's just trying to indirectly kind of side up to Jesus and say, I've got this easy answer for you. And, of course, Jesus rejects him. In this this overall passage, Jesus is baptized by John, and then God's Holy Spirit comes on Jesus, just like he does with us when we're baptized. And the father dramatically says, this is my son whom I love, with him I am well pleased. And when we obey God, and when we're baptized, God is also pleased with us. Jesus is setting an example for us by doing what God wants. He wants us to do what he tells us to do. Jesus' temptation by the devil during the 40 days of fasting in the desert and Jesus uses Scripture in each case to deal with the temptations. With us, we need to have Scripture built into our heart. It's part of us. So that when temptations come, and they will come, that we're able to handle it, that we're able to refute those temptations. And Jesus doesn't accept Jesus, Satan's lies but obeys God fully, no shortcuts. He does not accept the shortcut approaches. He is going to go to the cross. He's going to go through all the things that he has to go through. He is going to die on the cross and he is going to be raised and then ascends into heaven. There's more to this than just what happened to Jesus. Um, There are further implications for all of us in this. God prepared Jesus for his ministry. And he prepares us for what he wants us to do also. God was carefully, carefully prepared Jesus, and he is carefully preparing us today. And as, as it is with Jesus, that preparation may not be easy. It may be difficult. And we will face temptations and we will have to stand up to the devil, and we will have to do the right things. Again, an overarching uh, takeaway is these events that we study about are more than historical events to be read about in our Bibles. They are part of our own history, part of the fabric of our lives, and as such must be influencing factors in how we lead our lives. The Bible is not just a history book but a book designed by God to help us live for him. Thank you for listening to this program and opening up your heart to God's word. And next week, uh, it'll be Randy Young with a a lesson entitled Attitude Adjustment. And it will be from Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 through 48. Thank you very very much for your attention. Goodbye.